Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota, Gulf Coast Business Supply, and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Keith Wilson. And it's true, we have special work to do in terms of the interpretation or perception that people have of Mississippians and what they actually see when they come here. But as Joe Mack said, when economic development people, people who want to relocate or whatever, when they come to the state and meet the people here, they are touched by it and they are completely compelled by the reality that what they see in the people is different than what they expected when they get here. So he said, if I could just get people to come here, it will make all the difference in the world. And it just drives him crazy when projects get cut at the desktop. That's what he calls it. It gets cut at the desktop. But we got work to do there. And it was fun to talk to Keith about it. I'm going to stay focused on it because Coast View is about, um, you know, putting the best of Mississippi and coast of Mississippi forward. With that said, one of the things I talk about a lot, and uh, we, we, we talked about this at, in the Jim, Jim Cantori piece that we shared in the first segment, that volunteers are the key to sur- our survival here in coast of Mississippi, especially after Hurricane Katrina. We have so many great nonprofits doing amazing work all along coast of Mississippi, but it's the, it's the volunteers that fill the spaces, that fill where there are gaps. And we're so lucky to have so many amazing people doing so much work. And one is my next guest, Joanne Cup Nicely. Joanne and I, we're friends from the early 80s. We go back a long way. We've watched each other sort of grow up. She used to cut my hair back in the day, back when I had hair. But she is a, she is a really good friend. And I've been just touched by watching her Pink Heart Funds efforts over the many years and I've, i look forward to joining her here her joining me here on coach view jo- joanne how are you doing this morning i'm wonderful thank you so good, good to be to here so let's uh, let's kind of take the journey a little bit so back when you and i we knew each other back in the early 80s we had we had uh we had common friends and um, you you had started your own you were young you had your own beauty salon and kind of doing your thing you were a young entrepreneur and, uh, you know, you, how old were you back in those days when you were, when you started your own business? My first one was at the age of 20. <laughs> that is incredible. Where did yeah. your inspiration come from to get started that young and be so successful at it? I didn't like listening to anyone else. I wanted to do my own thing. <laughs> so being bosses don't get along real well. I hey, just had I was just, I had my own ideas and my own motivation and I wanted to roll with it. Well, Joanne, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs say that, you know, they're, they're done. They're not joiners. They're, they're, <laughs> they don't, they don't necessarily so too often play well with others, at least as it relates to being told what to do. They want freedom and they want to innovate and do their own thing. And you clearly did that. And yeah, you, uh, so that was in the early eighties. Uh, so you've done that, that line of work for your entire life, just about, huh? Try 42 years. <laughs> that is scary. That's scary. You're, yeah. you're dating. You're, you're dating us big time. Um, where did, t- I, I, I know the answer to this question, but let's talk a little bit about where the inspiration for Pink Heart Funds came from. So talk about your, your personal experience and then how it connected to this mission that you've been on. Well, actually, I had started Pink Heart Funds before I was diagnosed with cancer. One of my clients in the beauty salon was diagnosed with a rare cancer and given like eight months to live. 
in that short time, I realized how hard it was to get wigs here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And when you talk about your dad's dying wish, her dying wish was that I could find um, affordable wigs for women with cancer. And I just took it one step further. For the past 22 years, we've been giving out free wigs, free breast prosthetics, uh, mastectomy, post-mastectomy bras. And um, when I got diagnosed in 2002, that's when I really realized the need that, you know, even though you have health insurance, doesn't mean you have the coverage for the wig or for the breast prosthetic. And I had breast cancer. Luckily, I had fabulous insurance. But I met so many women that were like, they had lost their breasts and they're stuffing socks in their bras or their, you know, their breast prosthetic was so old, they had it duct taped or with, you know, electrical tape. And it just broke my heart. And so I've just thought, we've got to get this all over the coast. The nonprofit actually developed in 2000. Five, right after Katrina. I mean, I well, couldn't I, even, get, I couldn't even get a lawyer to help me get it started. So I did it on the internet and risked sending in money, but it worked. <laughs> well, look, what's interesting about your journey, and I didn't realize this, that your passion for the subject didn't come as a, a direct result of your own cancer diagnosis, which really is incredible, really, if you think of the series of events now that it was a friend and then your passion and then ultimately you were diagnosed with breast cancer. But I bet during those times, those early times on your own personal experience with, with breast cancer, you were thinking to yourself, "How I can't believe I'm here. After all the work that you've done to understand the impact on people, it's it's in a way, it, you're, it's almost like divine intervention in a way because it, it helps you you can personalize it in such a very specific way that makes you even more passionate to to be on this mission, doesn't it? Right. I know when I was diagnosed with my cancer, I remember saying, at first I was angry. I was like, why me? I'm helping these people. I need to stay healthy. And I mean, it was like an hour later, I said, God, I know what you're doing you are allowing me to experience cancer so I can better understand what these women are going through. And that is exactly what happened. And I just ran with God and I took off and we have given out thousands of free wigs, free breast prosthetics. We are all volunteers. It's a team, though. It's not just me. It's a team of us that have mm. made a difference. Yeah, you, I noticed that you were nodding at the beginning when I talked about how fortunate we are in coastal Mississippi to have so many incredible volunteers. I, I often talk about, about President Bush's thousand points of light, but it's true. And uh, I played a segment, you'll see it when the, when the show airs, but I played a segment from Jim Cantori that talked about Mississippi's forgotten coast after Katrina, but how it sort of revolutionized the way volunteers work. And we didn't, we don't need a, a Katrina these days to get volunteers ramped up. We have it in our heart and soul and in our DNA to help each other. But you see it every day, don't you? I do. These women have, several of the women that volunteer with Picard Funds have been there for like 12 years or since the conception of pink heart funds and they're dedicated and a lot of love is shown there. We try to make everybody smile. We want, we want happiness. We, they see sadness every day 
And so our goal is not just to fit them with a prosthetic or a wig, but to encourage them and just get their self-confidence back. And it's very touching. We are the ones who feel blessed. I know the cancer Uh, survivors do, but we do too. Well, I've followed you all these years, and I know for a fact that you do feel (laughs) blessed. And it's not just women. I see see children from time to time that you're able to help. When you take a child that's going through a very difficult, like uh, either radiation or chemotherapy, and they have the the impact that is expected with no hair, and you have the opportunity to give them sort of their self-esteem back, that has to be tearful every time you do it. It is. And one of the things about when you're working with the children is... You know, I remember the first time I thought, oh, this little girl's going to be so happy. I can't wait to put her wig on. And the child just kind of sat there. But mom broke down in tears. And I was like, I'm sorry, you don't like the wig? No, I'm so happy to have my baby back. And so I find these parents are the ones who get more joy out of the child getting a wig than the actual child. And so that's just, that's huge. And I have become so attached to so many of these children. And of course, we've lost a lot of them, a lot of local children. But over the years, we've been able to help over 500 children with free wigs. And that's huge. That's huge. So for the, for the Facebook and YouTube audience, they see this. And for the radio audience, what you, describe what's behind you. What do you mean behind me? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah the, the, the wigs and other things. Oh, are, your backdrop. back yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. those are just a few of the wigs. I'm actually in my hair studio. I'm not at Pink Heart Funds, but yeah. I always keep wigs available because you never know if somebody needs one. But we actually have a major inventory of wigs. We try to have that special wig when you come, when you call us and you're crying and you're like, oh my gosh, my hands, my hair is falling out by the hands full. And you know, can I come today? We can't always fit them that day, but we would like to be able to fit you if possible. If not, we order and we pay for the two day shipping. Um, recently, we were donated quite a few wigs to help um, women that is it's all new on our website it's going to be amazing that is that's incredible look we're going to continue the conversation after the break there's a really important event coming up i want to talk about the event i want you to tell about you know evolutions of the pink heart fund we'll talk about that as well but this is joanne cup nicely she is a, a dedicated volunteer when it comes to helping women who have difficult times during their cancer treatment and when we come back we'll continue the conversation Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have a, a dear friend of mine, an old friend, somebody that we go a long way back together. We're not going to say how far back, Joanne, but this Joanne cut nicely. She's <laughs> with the Pink Heart Fund. She has her own uh, beauty salon in Long Beach, but she is someone who's just been super passionate about helping women and children uh, who have had cancer diagnoses and very difficult treatment to have wigs and prosthetics and other help that they need to sort of help them through the the time when their self-esteem is going to be impacted greatly. I love the fact that you said that when you get the call, you want to try to fit them as quickly as possible because you know in that moment when they made that call, they're reaching out for help and you want to be able to help them as quickly as possible. What a great goal that is. Yes, and it's it's just been amazing how um what a difference we've made and for them and you know we can we can minister to them as well you know it's amazing how many women come in there and we've had them living in their car going through chemotherapy Mm. and it's like wow but then they get this wig and they're just like wow or they get their new breast prosthetics and they're like oh my gosh that is that is it's awesome I can see how you'd be touched by it. And yes. the more you help, the more it makes you want to help more, doesn't it? It sort of feeds uh, off itself, doesn't it? Yeah. So if people want to look, we're going to come to the event next, but I want to make sure people know if, if you know someone who needs the sort of services that the Pink Heart Fund uh, provides, tell them how to, how to find you on the internet. Absolutely. They, all they have to do is go to Pink Heart funds f-u-n-d-s heart is singular pink heart org. everything you need is on our website everything you need wow that, that's yes. great so okay so the ribbon walk is coming up yes talk, talk to me about it well our walk is usually in october but this year i um joined in with the Memorial Foundation Oncology Fund. They asked me to join them, and due to COVID, you know, nobody's been able to raise any money. So we tried the virtual walk, and I think we raised $30. (laughs) So the two of us going together, being nonprofits, that strictly all the money goes to helping local um, people with cancer. So the oncology fund, they help with gas vouchers and medications where we help the uninsured and underinsured with the wigs, the breast prosthetics and the mastectomy bras. So these are five things that people right here on the Gulf Coast can be helped with that we need those funds. (laughs) So it's going to be May the 22nd. It's actually coming up here pretty soon. Give me some of the details of, of that day. Well, we have a lot going on. There's a silent auction that starts that morning at 7 a.m. So you early birds that like to just get out, you don't want to go walk, but you want to come shop. 7 a.m. to 10, we're having a silent auction. Lots of wonderful things. We have the doggy dash, and that is where you dress your dog up in a costume, tutus. And and, and because our walk is about all types of cancer, we want you to put a teal tutu on your dog if someone you know 
is going through ovarian cancer. Look up the ribbon that's the color of cancer, you know, for the type of cancer you're going through. So the doggy dash is always a big thing because, you know, we involve the pets. Um, the wall is up to three miles, but we have markers where if you want to just turn around and, you know, not everybody can walk three miles. And I think, and the run, the 5K run, we always have a lot of runners come out. Diva timing is going to be timing everyone. So that's, that's always good. They want their medals. And then um, something that's very special this year, in the past, we've always released balloons. And of course, you don't want to do that anymore um, because of the environment. And so we are having a butterfly release. And we have, I think we've sold near 100 butterflies. So you can just release a butterfly in memory of someone or in honor. You know, I want to release one just for myself because <laughs> it's yeah. going to be great. Yeah. So you said it's $25 um, a donation for a butterfly release and you sold over 100. That's terrific. Yes. So, and we have a few left. I think the count was about 12 butterflies are left. So yeah. if anybody wants a butterfly, let us know. And yeah, we want more runners and walkers. Um, same thing there. You can go to our website at pinkheartfunds.org or, and you can just print off your registration or go online and register or register the day of $25 is not that much to help so many people in need. It sounds absolutely amazing. As, as you pointed out, people can learn more about it at pinkheartfunds, with an S, dot org. By the way, uh, Cal reached out to WLOX, and they were nice enough to provide the PSA that they're running that, that you posted. So we'll, we'll put that with this show. It'll play during the show at some point so that people can hear about that. Um, hey, listen, we'll have you back. I, I, it'd be interesting to talk to you in the future, see how this went and what other what other events are coming. But now that we've connected, my old friend, <laughs> we'll stay in touch because I, I want to continue to put your efforts front and center so people can do whatever they can to help you help others. It's just so touching. And I'm proud of you. You've made a wonderful contribution to this community. You're going to leave an amazing legacy. And I get to call you my friend. So thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Ricky. God bless you. Yeah, God bless you too. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.